just trust it now. Nice. Yeah, you just got to trust it. There's I think it's the best way to go about nice. this. I think it's the best way. Yeah, I don't. I mean, at this point, whatever, you know. We'll talk to the production manager about it. If it didn't record, I'll just reenact it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll play all of us. You should watch it. No. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Lobby Podcast. I'm Brad. I'm Andrew. I'm Andres. And we have Manny Hernandez with us. Oh, special guest. Hello. The first official guest of the Lot B podcast. Yeah. That is pretty exciting. This is a big deal, dude. It is. We're breaking, we're d- doing milestones, right? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say thresholds, but I don't think that's, I think I'm just saying words that are kind of big that I don't really know. Try to make yourself sound smart. Yeah. I'm just trying to sound <laughs> smart right now. <laughs> <laughs> is it working? I don't know. <laughs> so manny what do you do what's what's your uh day-to-day what's a day-to-day like in the life of manny hernandez i wake up really late compared to everybody else and then i tattoo or get coffee and then i go tattoo mm-hmm. and then i stay up till like four in the morning <laughs> and do it all over again dang <laughs> Yeah, that's, so that's true. That's Your sleeping schedule kind of gives me anxiety. I love time, it, dude. I love it. I don't know how you do it. After like midnight, everybody's asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, if I'm like, oh, I can go to Walmart and go buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. No one's there except for weirdos, you know? And that's kind of cool because you never see them, you know? <laughs> they're usually locked oh, up hiding yeah. the whole yeah. day. <laughs> and they're in, I don't know, they're in Walmart wearing like an Aladdin cape or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And it's interesting, you know, all the cool stuff afterwards after midnight, you know, that is true. Um, And then like video games, you know, that's usually what where I play video games. It's like a day to day. Yeah. How long have you been tattooing for this month on my birthday? It'll be 12 years. Wow. You did your first tattoo on your birthday. I graduated my apprenticeship and on my birthday, I did my first tattoo uh, uh, I don't know, dude. Like it was, it was some time before I graduated. Oh, okay, I was probably tattooing like apprentice tattoos for, I want to say like uh eight months or yeah. ten months, something like that. I feel like doing your first tattoo on your birthday would be fucking terrifying and a oh, stressful dude. birthday. <laughs> I mean, graduating my apprenticeship on it was gnarly because I was just crazy hungover for yeah. the night before yeah. like Jeez. i think i got off of work at so the shop i worked 11 a.m to 11 p.m every day except for sundays i got off at seven mm-hmm. so my birthday was on a saturday no my birthday was on a sunday so saturday night at 11 i pretty much started drinking yeah yeah <laughs> someone brought me like a, a little handle or a little like flash size bottle of whatever mm-hmm. to the shop and I was like here dude you're turning whatever you're turning 21 you know and I was like oh sick cool <laughs> and like my boss Dave was like you better not drink that shit here like he was you know don't don't be fucking around you know like wait till you get off wait till you get off so the second it turned 11 p.m. I poured that into a cup put a little bit of cream soda in it and then drank the whole thing. Oh my God. And then it's so aggressive. Just, it was like, I was like, sick dude. And like we hung out at the shop for like an hour until it hit midnight. So I could go buy alcohol. Yeah. And then I went and bought like four locos, like an idiot. And then, um, is that before they, they altered the formula? Yeah, dude, this was when they were like really aggressive. This is where they, yeah. could, this is back when they could kill you. Yeah. yeah where, you drank a whole can by yourself. Well, you would just be like a zombie. Like, you'd be blacked out, but you'd be awake because it had all that energy drink shit in it. Oh, like, dude. What a crazy ass drink, dude. <laughs> so I drank that. I drank that that flask. I went to my friend. Uh, I went with my friend Aaron to our, our other friend's house. And then I drank, I think, a Four loco, And then I drank, like, three beers. And then, like, a little bit of Jaeger. Yeah. And I was just lit like in like an hour yeah it was like 12 30 and i was just like hammered oh god and my buddy aaron luckily he's so tight he saved me on so many things like being drunk on my birthday i acid tripped one time and he like came and just hung out with me to make sure i didn't do crazy stuff wasn't that at 
the yeah, shop was as well. Shop. Yeah, yeah was so crazy. you're like at work. And uh, <laughs> that was a rough day, dude. That sounds like um, a rough day, dude. <laughs> and that sounds terrifying. So that the night of my birthday, I just I vaguely remember being in the backyard, like peeing, trying mm-hmm. not to let my pants fall down, and then like just like rocking back and forth. And then my buddy Aaron just like walks up and like holds my shoulders for me. And I'm like, oh, you're the best friend ever, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then like just like peeing. And then like I, I was like, where's my four loco? He's like, you're done. And I was yeah. like, what? It's only been an hour. And he's like, yeah. He's like, go lay on the couch. So I went to the couch. I stepped in a bowl of popcorn, laid on the couch. <laughs> it was like instantly spinning. And then I just remembered stepping in popcorn. I was like, there's a bowl there. So I was <laughs> yeah. just like trying to kick it away. And then I passed out. And then the next morning I was so hungover. And my boss called me like way before I would wake up. Yeah. Like he called me at like 830. He's like, you better be at a shop on time. I don't care if you're hungover. I'm like, oh man, I fucked up, you know? Yeah. So I go to the shop and I'm super sweaty and hungover. And then him and his wife were there. And when that would happen, that usually meant like somebody was like getting fired or getting yelled at or something like that. So you started so, sweating even more. Yeah, I was hungover. And was she like the hype home. man of these situations? No, she was just like, she was getting shit done. And oh. she's awesome. She was like, anytime you needed something, you could just bypass Dave and like ask her. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and she'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll get it. She was whatever. like co pilot. Yeah. Like she was just like way more about like, just get it done so it's done, you know? Yeah. So she was there and I was like, oh shit, like, uh, maybe I, maybe I fucked up last night or something. Yeah, maybe I did something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I walk in and she's there. Dave's daughter's there. Dave's there. And instantly Dave's yelling, like right when I walk in, because it's just like his trademark, just yelling for no reason. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm hungover. <laughs> my head hurts. He's like, come here, you idiot. And I'm like, oh. So I like walk into the back. And then he's like, sit down. And he's like set up to tattoo. Uh-huh. Like, sit down. And I'm like, okay. So I like sit down and he just grabs my hand and puts the stencil on it, which is like the shop name. It's like Americana Tattoo Arizona. And just like tattooed it without even like saying anything. I'm like, you got branded. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then was like, cool, you graduated your apprenticeship. Now be a good, like, have fun. Congrats. You had a happy birthday. And I was like, what? Like, what? Dang. Like, just like kind of freaked out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. You know? So it was like pretty cool. And then he just left me at the shop by myself. Hung <laughs> over his shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool tattoo, all this stuff. How long, how long uh, was your apprenticeship total? Uh, I think I got like the speed course. So it was like a year, year and a half. God, that must have been the longest year and a half of your life. It dude. was, it was brutal, dude. I wasn't able, I talk about this in, another podcast I did, I wasn't able to have like a, a second job because I think that the, I don't know if it was like apprentices before me, they had second jobs and they would kind of use it as a, an excuse to get the day off mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, I gotta go to, I gotta go to work today. Like can't be at the shop, you know? And yeah. They would just go fuck off. Or yeah. Something. Go yeah. to a party or something. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I know this is because I knew a couple of the apprentices and they would show up at my house for a party super early. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to be at work? And he's like, oh, yeah, I called off. And yeah. Like, okay, cool. That's so, like before Instagram like yeah. stories and stuff. So I got like, I think I kind of got just like the the more like, no, like if you're going to do tattooing, you're going to do tattooing and mm. that's it. And it was it was brutal. Like slept slept in the shop for two weeks one time because I didn't have anywhere to stay oh my God. and I didn't want to go home. So I just slept in the piercing room, like on the massage table. Like, You're squatting. Yeah. Dude. Yes. And it was weird because I would turn off all the lights, but the shop had like blue neon. So it was like hard to sleep. Like a it was, like, Bright dude. And it's like, and it was like weirdo tweakers and stuff in front of the shop. Like so, trying to open the, the door. Window. Yeah, trying to open the door. How much yeah. do you sleep? And I'm like sleeping on the couch and they're just like <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> Dang, and look at you now, dude. Like, fast forward 12 years later. Yeah. You've managed to open your own shop and, like, legit work your ass off from start to finish. And now you, like, have all this to show for it. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's crazy how fast. I mean, just this. I mean, all of us have been experiencing this year. And it felt like the slowest year. But then you look back and we're like, we're in November. You know, mm, so that's true, yeah. to look back at 12 years of like, man, I started that long ago 
and it doesn't feel like 12 years. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like I'm about to turn 32, you know, like I still feel like a kid and maybe that's just because of my job, you know, like I kind of get to be like a kid the whole time and like mess around. I mean, you worked with me, like how many times did we like (laughs) just do the most wild stuff, you know? And Dude. we do it at the shop. It's like always laughing and yeah. having fun. And I think that that keeps me a young and it doesn't seem like a grind. Like I'm like doing the same thing every day. Yeah. So what's yeah. like the, what's the situation with you now? So you have the shop now and then you're over in yeah. Oklahoma. So we have, uh, or I have hand of faith here in Phoenix, which Andrew works at and helps me like do everything and like kind of, unspoken like manager and then uh and then i work at thunderdome in oklahoma city yeah it's so tight it is pretty cool it is which nice. is it's weird to go from owning a shop full-time to like owning a shop like still full-time but only being there part-time mm-hmm. and also like now i work for someone else mm-hmm. and it's like a cool um it's kind of like gave me like a it's like checked me like, you know, a little bit of like, Oh, okay, cool. Like this is what I remember. And like that way I can relate to Andrew and Jared who work at the shop, you know, like that they, how they're working every day, you know, it makes me like able to understand what they're going through Yeah, a little bit more. Dang. Yeah. I, I know working with you at, at when we were at urban, I didn't tattoo cause I can't, do that for anything i don't i don't have the skills for that i was strictly like front desk guy so i remember it was like i've never laughed so hard before at a job than working with you at urban art i think it's like important to especially like when you have like a creative job you know like it would be the same thing as like this if this ever became like a nuisance to you guys you would stop doing it right yeah and i just like i've always um, strive to like never let tattooing take a backseat or feel like, you know, you deal with a lot of people that they're only, I, they run into this issue where they're like, my only identity is my work, which is like tattooing mm-hmm. or being an artist. And it's like, that's such like a cool thing to like have. Most people don't even have some sort of creative outlet, you know, right? they don't have an identity outside of work. And right, it's just, that's right. it. What do you do for work? And, you know, maybe you have a couple of friends and stuff like that. But, you know, I've just always really like leaned into it rather than been like, I don't want to just be known for doing tattoos, you know, like it's such a cool idea, concept, and we have the coolest job ever. So I, I never wanted to like be upset with it or get, um, get jaded towards it in Mm -hmm. any way because I mean, we've all been around people with just like us three and I'm sure you working at certain jobs, like you get around a certain person that they're just like, man, I hate this fucking job like every day and being around someone like that every day is like, it's brutal. It's taxing. Yeah. Extremely taxing. And it's not fun Mm -hmm. and it makes you, it can rub off on you and make you hate, the job too, right. you know, or you have that one bad day and it turns from one bad day to one bad week to two bad weeks, like really fast. If you let just that like kind of toxicity, like seep into your mindset of right. being like, I hate the shop versus if you hate it, why don't you change it? You know? Yeah. And tattooing kind of gives you that freedom where even if you don't own the shop, you still have like a hundred percent control of how you do your own business. But it's interesting in your sense that, you're experiencing both at the same time where you have a place where the whole shop can work exactly how you want it because it's yours. And then you work at another shop that where you kind of almost mold into it instead. Yeah. And you don't have that power to, con, you know, change the place or the people who work there or whatever. Yeah. And I think I was talking to you about like that earlier, just learning that lesson of like, not like not my circus, not my monkeys, like mm-hmm. learning to like, be comfortable taking a back seat in somebody else's business because the second you start offering advice, sometimes I can like work against you. Yeah. And you know, I've, I think I've told you sometimes doing everything the right way, you somehow end up st- still being the guy who did it the wrong way, mm-hmm. even though you're trying to help the most, you know? Yeah. 
So you got to like really be careful with that kind of stuff, you know, and I learned that through experience and stuff. So I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's an interesting situation. Not a lot of people, especially right now, a lot of people are still kind of like stuck where they're at with COVID and all that. It's like, you're not going to be traveling anywhere or anything, but um, it is cool that you get to do that. And like really two cool environments because your brother owns the shop that you work at in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. That is really nice. Yeah. So it's cool because I do get some sort of like, I still get like freedom there, Mm. you know, but I also try not to like take advantage of the fact that he's my brother. Yeah. Not not ask for special treatment, not ask for um, too many favors and stuff like that because I don't want anything to reflect off of me onto him by accident, Mm. you know, and being conscious about that is like really important to me because I don't want to make him or his employees view him in any sort of way. So learning how to like do that while also managing my own shop here with you guys is like, it's crazy because I have this weird dynamic of both like being an employee and also owning a place yeah, providing like a space and stuff. Yeah, it's a really nice space too. Yeah, the cause I haven't I haven't been to the uh, Oklahoma location. Your brother's shop. I've seen pictures and it looks awesome. But working here, this place is fucking super tight. It's like super. You haven't been there yet, Bradley. It's like all open floor plan. All the artists are like real close to each other. There's like nowhere you can really go. There's like zero privacy. <laughs> but it's a very like relaxed. Uh, relaxed place where you kind of like walk in and it just feels like you're at your buddy's house. I almost. love the layout of hand of faith. Yeah. Just everything. Cause it's very, it's got a very modern like inside, like everything that you used as far as like furniture and stuff, it makes it look so open and it's like warm. If that makes any sense. Cause it's yeah. like laminate Inviting. flooring and you have a bunch of cool artwork from you have tons of artwork and it's literally from the bottom of the floor all the way up to the ceilings. Like mm. it's just covered in sketches and everything. And it's super cool. I love the layout of hand of faith. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Most people like walk in, they'd spend the first like 10 minutes just like looking at the walls. Like they don't really hold a conversation because they're like, what the fuck? This is a lot. There's a lot of all this stuff. Crazy shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wanted it to be like overwhelming. Yeah. Cause it's like, a lot of the time when you uh so art a lot of the time when when you go into a place it's really intimidating mm-hmm. you know in in a tattoo shop or piercing or anything that's unfamiliar to you it's really um intimidating you know and so what better way to make it like just like sensory overload and forget that you're nervous you know yeah it's yeah. like um, crushed in tattoo stuff you're here to get a tattoo well here's all this tattoo stuff mm-hmm. and like they walk in and they're just like, whoa, dude, like this is crazy. Yeah. Them being able to see different styles and like whether it's similar to what we're doing or like totally different, you know? Yeah. And they can ask questions and where can I get something like that here? And we're not so much like um, into like telling like, oh, you can only get tattooed here. It's like, oh, cool. You want like a black and gray tattoo? Like go to this guy. Or you want Japanese tattoo? Go to this guy, you know? Yeah. It kind of seems like an open dialogue with everybody at all times. Like, yeah. There's no like trying to hold people. It's like we know what we're worth. Like, like we don't have to try to convince you. Like you're already here getting tattooed and having a great time. Like you should also be able to get tattooed other places or right. whatever. Yeah. It is nice. I think your mindset when it comes to like the tattoo world and I, you as well, both of you guys, and it probably comes handy because you guys work together so much, but it's like there's no need to lay stake and like to try and hog all of the clientele because at the end of the day, it's their body. Like you have a very good knowledge of I'm going to send you to the best possible person if I don't have them here. Yeah. So if, if it's I don't like have the black means, and gray, yeah. if I don't have the means to meet what you need, what you want, then I'm going to send you someplace where I know they're going to do a good job or like black and gray. And most lettering. people respect that. Yeah. Especially like you're looking out because at that point you're looking out for them. You know, you're not like, this is how I'm going to take advantage of the situation. You're you're talking to them like they're your buddy, you know, like if, yeah. even if they're like trying to get in earlier because we are like booked out a little bit right now, then we can, you know, recommend places or people or whatever. And yeah, I think it's that's a cool mindset to have because I mean, I guess with a very specific 
job like that where it's like tattooing and stuff it's like you are much more of like a giver like you spread the wealth instead of trying to take it all for yourselves and there's a lot of there's a lot of people in the tattoo world specifically i want that cheddar that yeah who want the money who just want to hog everything for themselves or bad mouth another shop or whatnot you are very much like no i'm gonna do things my way i'm gonna make sure that i like you stick to your morals like you're just a good yeah. freaking person i think it's like one of those things too it's like in a private if i have a issue with like a shop or whatever another person i'll talk to privately to you or andrew or or whoever it is about it mm-hmm. but i'm not ever going to bad mouth another shop in front of a client right. even yeah, even if they come in and they're like <clears throat> they hate the tattoo or they hated the experience that they got with the tattoo and they're like oh like i just i went here and it wasn't like it was just really awkward or they were mean or they didn't talk to me and I just hate my tattoo. Can you fix it? It's like, Oh, it doesn't look bad or whatever. Like, and not just like pump them up and like, right. Kind of bad mouth with them because mm-hmm. I don't want to instill that that's normal, you know? Um, especially like just in a, in a public area because like we are so close that we're, we're like working like this, you know? So yeah. if you're, if Andrew's tattooing someone, and you're in the room and he's in the room and someone walks in and they say that you all hear it. Right. So then if I go, yeah, well fuck that place. Then not only do you guys hear it, your clients hear it too. Yeah. And it's like, man, that dude's kind of a dick, you know, he he didn't even go. That wasn't even his experience. Right. And it's like, I think that's a, a real, um, big thing. Like with why we want people to go and have different experiences places it's because sometimes they'll find a better experience that fits them, you know, mm. and it, like they might like our shop still, but they go and find like something maybe a little bit better, or maybe just a little more in their lane of how they want it to go. As far as like when they show up, how everything goes, not being so close quarters to everybody. We want you to find what you like and makes you comfortable the most. And also we want you to like experience different things. So when you do come back here, it makes you feel like, oh, this is different, you know, than the other place. And maybe if I go somewhere else, it'll be even different there. And they can kind of find their preferred method of how they like getting tattooed. Right. And there's so many people that want to get tattooed all the time that like it's you're never it's you're never gonna get through like the endless pile of tattoos, even if you're the only guy. And there's always going to be people that are, I'm just going to go somewhere else. And it's like, yeah. that, that's fine. Totally cool. Like, go here. They're good. They do walk-ins, you know. And um, there, it's just an endless pile, you know, of stuff. So whether, you know, for there's people that complain about oversaturation in the tattoo industry. There's too many people tattooing <clears throat> and stuff like that. And there's like, dude, there's more people than ever getting tattooed currently than there ever has been. Right. So... Yeah, there might be a lot of tattoo artists, but there's, I tell everyone all the time, there's a seat for everybody at the table. Whether you're a good tattoo or a bad tattoo or whatever stylistically you do, whether it's simple, geometric stuff, black and gray, whatever, traditional, Japanese, all that stuff. Like everybody has a seat at the table and how you manage that seat and who you bring in is like the important part. Not worrying about everybody else's seat at the table. Right. Just worrying about your own. I do want to apologize for being the biggest baby every time I get tattooed by you guys. No, nah, I'm a fine. baby. so painful. You do pretty good. I think I do worse than you. Dude. He... <laughs> I do. I admit it. I... I hate getting tattooed. Dude, he's a weenie, and then he always <laughs> asks me to fucking tattoo the hardest spots on his body. What yeah. the, what he's like, hey, will you tattoo my armpit? Like, <laughs> dude, like, can I just tattoo your leg? Like, dude, I get angry when I get tattooed now because it hurts so bad. Yeah. I, I think it's because we're babies. I think you're a lot better than I am, though. I don't feel like I am. I feel I like I'm, I, I'm constantly like fidgety when I get tattooed, and it doesn't matter where it's at. It's, it just sucks, and I ask myself every time, why are you such an idiot? Why are you doing this to yourself? I think it's that's part of it. That's part why, of the experience. Yeah, you work through something that's hard 
to get like a reward at the end. The yeah. only thing so far, more recently, that's gotten me more angry than getting tattooed is dying in Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> Fuck that game. I hate that game. I just want to be good at it, and I can't get good at it. Well, you can't be good at it if you don't practice. Yeah, you don't anything. even play anymore, so I guess how are you going to get good? Because it got to a point where I was yelling at the TV. and you gave up, dude. And Athena would come in, and she'd be like, you need to relax. Yeah, Stop yelling. And then I turn game. around. It's because it gets me so mad. Like I empty an entire Dude. two clips on this guy and then he shoots me one time and I'm yeah, dead. You also get mad at Among Us or at Fall Guys like that. Oh my god! I think dude. any sort of battle royale type game you get mad at. Like yeah, that. this this really sounds like a you problem, not a no. Yeah, problem. it's a video game problem. I think dude. they should make better games. Well, you tend to even enjoy is, is, no, it's definitely a, a me problem. It's is a me the problem. game cheating? No, it's me. It's definitely a me problem. I just want to be good at them, and then I'm not. <laughs> it's, gonna, so it's so hard. competitive. Like you, you have a lot of fun playing, like like The Last of Us. Yeah, like that's the type of game that. Yeah, or Uncharted. Because there's no competitive aspect to it. It's like, all story driven. It's Spider-Man. all story driven. Yeah, you know, all these games that you like because there is no competitiveness to it. But like the cool thing with like. Warzone or any of these games is like when you win. Oh, it feels so good. That dude. high, dude. Oh, it, there's God. nothing like it, dude. I've clutched some wins with me, Andrew, and Angelo, and our buddy Jay. Yeah. And it's like there's nothing like it in the <laughs> oh world. God dude. damn, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, man. Like, I'll, I'll experience it one day, but until then, I'm just stuck in purgatory. I'm stuck in the gulag. Wait, I have a question. Gulag. Do you have tattoos? I don't. I what? don't have tattoos, yeah. Tell them the tattoo that we talked about. Yeah, what do you... So, when Andrew and I were in college, and Andrew's like, I'm going to be a tattoo artist. I'm like, (laughs) okay. You're like, Um, you're right, idiot. Good luck. Yeah, you and everyone else. Yeah. Um, It was back when, like, uh, phones were still pretty old. So, I had a flip phone, and I remember every time I charged it, the battery symbol would be bright green. Mm-hmm. With a lightning bolt in it. Oh, and, sick. Okay. And I always told Andrew I wanted that like over my heart. So that when I died, even my like corpse would be fully charged. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like what that was the concept. That's pretty sick. You should but do that. I think you is, should uh, do it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll flip a coin. But the my experience with tattoos, <clears throat> I have a lot of friends with tattoos and like I worked with a guy and we would go out to lunch maybe once or twice a week. And every time we'd be in line, and they'd be like, "Hey man, hey, is that a Coleman?" Because he had a he had a Coleman sleeve. Oh, uh, that's from cool. Aaron Coleman. Yeah, Aaron yeah, Coleman. Aaron Coleman. Yeah, sick. And he'd be like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, "Can I touch it?" And oh. he'd be like, "No." <laughs> what? <laughs> that's so creepy. And I'm just that's like, like this, "What do you need to touch it for?" Yeah, just look at it. Because like he, they wanted. It was always he had like a sweet like blue panther that wrapped around. Uh-huh. So they wanted to see like the. <laughs> Under, because it was like a whole. Oh, so they want to be in control yeah, they of how he like, turned it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we would just be in line and like. But what a cool first experience, dude! Like, yeah, I feel like that bar for you to see like a Coleman sleeve. Yeah. If that's the bar of like what to expect out of a tattoo, <laughs> it's like pretty fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like I don't want to get one, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, like. That is very true. That yeah, that would, that would happen all the time. And, like, I remember one time at Subway, like, they were making a sandwich for him. And this girl was like, is that a... And I said, a Coleman? Yeah, Aaron Coleman did that tattoo. <laughs> just I just wanted my sandwich. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to see it? I was like, Earl, give her your arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let her touch you. <laughs> your buddy's Earl? Earl Fortner. Dude, I know Earl. You know Earl? Yeah. Damn. Whoa. Dude, crazy. Dang. Yeah, Small I've known Earl for a while, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah, me and Earl worked at the Mace Art Center. Oh, no shit. For like five years, yeah. We were really tight, yeah. Yeah, me and Earl met through like going to like hardcore shows and oh, stuff yeah. back in the day. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, straight edge Earl. Yeah, <laughs> straight, straight edge. <laughs> and like when I met him, he was straight edge. And then uh, I got a new job. And then my friend sent me a picture of Earl drinking a beer. And they were like, it's Dark Earl. <laughs> dark Earl? <laughs> I'm like, oh, he drinks now? So I text him. He's like, yeah. 18-year-old me would beat the shit out of yeah, him right now, but right. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 
That's funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, Earl's tight, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, what a small world. Yeah, weird. Dude, shout out to Earl. Shout out to Earl Fortner, yeah. Dang. Killing it right now. Nice, dude. Like, real quiet. Real quiet guy. He's yeah, all in the quiet room. Real quiet, yeah. yeah. Is there like a... Because I feel like does, that doesn't really happen. Not that I've experienced where like somebody looks at a sleeve and is like, that's a so-and-so sleeve. I mean... that's a so-and-so piece. Do I you, can pick at it. Yeah, it, I feel know? like you guys can probably do obviously a lot better. But, but think like, about it like if you... Saw somebody with the tattoo I did. Yes. Would you be able to pick yes, it up? Yes, most likely. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's kind of like how it is. Yeah. Especially too, like locally, like because Aaron has been tattooing here for like fucking 25 years or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like a long ass time, you know? Right. And um, so locally, he's kind of, he was the guy for like a long time with for like sleeves and traditional and Japanese stuff. So it kind of makes sense that he was the he's someone that you could pick out because his stuff also like has a certain look to it. Right. You know, like even when, if he didn't say that, like, Oh, blue Panther on my buddy's arm, I'd be like, did Coleman do it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he would probably be like, fucking shut up. Give me my sandwich. You dumb asshole. <laughs> give him a cold cut. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, he has like a, definitely like a certain style. Right. So like you could, you could pick it. It's like the same thing with like, like Sage's tattoos, you could probably, yeah. you could probably pick out a black and gray Sage tattoo. Okay, like if you saw it, you know, you'd be like, yeah. oh, that's Sage, huh? You know, like stuff like that. So you just kind of have, and then if you're in Mesa too, which Aaron's from Mesa, his shops in Mesa. Mm-hmm. So if everybody sees his stuff all the time, they're gonna ask, like, how did Aaron do that? You know, right. so that's just kind of how it happened. I have a serious question. Brad, what kind of sandwich were you, were you getting at yeah, Subway that day? It's a goddamn my, meatball with jalapenos. Yes. No, close. Oh, fuck. Meatball <laughs> on Italian with pepper jack, add pepperoni. Damn. Dang. Like a pizza meatball sandwich. Yeah. That sounds fucking good. Do you do cheese or no? I get all the time. What? Pepper jack. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Pepper jack. Do you get it toasted or no? Yeah, I get it toasted. Yeah. I fucking hate toasted like Subway sandwiches. For Why? Because their bread turns into goddamn it does icicles, kinda, dude. Bread. Icicles? <laughs> it like cuts the roof of your mouth. Yeah, it's like Captain Crunch bread. It just yeah. fucks you up, dude. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing, though, that stops the moisture of the uh, the meatball sub like from soaking all the way through. You get like a hard barrier to protect it. I like soft bread, though. Yeah. Do you have a preferred sandwich pot other than Subway? Like, what's your go-to? Chiba Hut. We were talking yeah. about Chiba. 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 I did have really if good. I was gonna go toasted sub, Shiba, yeah, yeah, and because their bread kind of does stay soft after they toast it, that shit is fucking fire. It's, it's like your, it's crunchy, but it like breaks so easily. It's so good. It's like thin, thin glass mm-hmm. with like clouds on the inside. What's what your go to orders? <laughs> what? What's your go to order at Chiba? At Chiba? Yeah, I'll have one glass sandwich, yeah. please. <laughs> go for it, dude. Extra clouds. <clears throat> In there, I don't know, man. Mm, there's this mushroom one. I don't know what it's called, but it's our. It's like, it has a giant like portobello mushrooms in it, and I always get the uh, the blunt size because I like them fat ass sandwiches. You know what I'm <laughs> I get the the white widow, dude. Okay, we have another. I get the white widow um, with their garlic bread <laughs> shit. Hungry Howies? No, 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 no. I'm talking. To, I'm talking about sandwiches. Hold okay, on. okay, we'll okay. Get to that later. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I thought that's what you. Were, I thought that's <laughs> no, what that was leading into. <laughs> I'm going to talk about another story. <laughs> okay. Ta- okay. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, I get a white widow on either white or that garlic fucking herb bread they have yeah. there. That's super good. So good <clears throat> with a little bit of barbecue sauce on it. Ew. And it's like it's ranch barbecue and it's fucking delicious, dude. You don't um, like barbecue sauce? You don't no, like, that makes sense. I was thinking about another sandwich. I thought it was something else in there, but I was like just like teriyaki with a brand. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. I was like, ew, that sounds gross. Did you know you can order chips there and then they will put the chips in the sandwich for you? I didn't, but I'm not surprised. Dude, they do you that. told me that today and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Get some like Takis, toss that shit in there and your White Widow. It'd be so Dude, good. It would be. Yeah, I think I do like the... The one, the five O or something like that, all the pig or something like that. It's got like all the meat in it, so it's like bacon, salami, ham. Dude, roast you beef. would. You're, you can eat so much food; it's fucking insane. Dude. I don't know what it is. You should have seen me yesterday. I was having a Zoom meeting with Bradley, 
and I was so just hungry. the whole time? I ate, yeah, I ate a Big Mac. I ate a whole Big Mac meal. I was still hungry, so Athena had to give me her McChicken, her hot and spicy McChicken. So I took She's her McChicken. so nice. And then she didn't finish her fries, so I, so I ate her fries, too. Why would you take her sandwich? She offered it. She had two, and she has a stomach of a bird. Okay, so I was on the call for this. This is how it went down. He's like, give me your McChicken. <laughs> I think and Andres was like, do you want a hot and spicy? And she's like, yeah. And then Andres was like, Athena was like, I don't know if it went two or not. Andres said, get two. I'll eat the other one. <laughs> so it wasn't hers. It was yours. It was, it was mine. It was good like, dude. Thought ahead, dude. I'll eat thought the other ahead. one. Well, if you, if you don't eat both, I'll eat the other one, I guess. Like and then she doesn't eat both. Like he's doing her a big I knew she wasn't going to eat both. We all she knew. eats like a baby. We all knew. Dude, Dude it, but you've been doing this since I've met you. I have pretty intense eating habits. Because like we would go to school and then in the morning I would get like a hash brown or something from McDonald's and then he would get like two of the like pancake fucking breakfast sandwiches. McGriddles? Yeah, McGriddles. And those, those things those are things. like bricks. You know, yeah. yeah, that shit is good. Oh though. my They're god, very good. But eating maple. two of them. This is. I it's will back tell back. you. Working at Urban Art with Manny, all we would talk about is about was food. And oh my god, dude, did Ooh, you? Yeah. Okay, were you the counter guy when the do, delivery guy from Chiba Hut got fucking hit by a car? No. Okay. What? <laughs> that must have been another front desk so guy this with a mohawk. Is, it might have been Sage. So. <laughs> The Chiba Hut story just reminded me of this. So we ordered Chiba Hut from like University and Hardy because uh-huh. Urban Art was on Apache, um, and, Apache Terrace. and Terrace, right? So it was like the closest one. So we order me, him, and I think Nicole and maybe somebody else. We all got food. So we order it. I'm like, cool, cool. And then a f- like hour and a half goes by. And I like look at Sage. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Did our sandwiches come? And he's like, no. Holy shit, it's been an hour and a half. So he called. He's like, hey, we ordered uh, we ordered some sandwiches like an hour and a half ago. Um, we just want to know what happened. And they're like, oh, our delivery guy left. He hasn't actually made it back. Um, let me let me call. Oh, and see. oh no. No, this, this he gets even better, right? So <laughs> he the dude calls him. I guess the dude answers the phone. Tells him, dude, I got I got in a car accident. Well, homeboy was on a fucking moped, right? Oh shit! <laughs> and he didn't get hit going like ninety or anything. He just mm. got hit going like twenty. So he fucking ate shit, wrecked our sandwiches, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he must have just like put the sandwiches to land on or yeah, something. Just land on them. And there was just like, yeah, okay, so that's not even the crazy part. So then. <laughs> Dude calls us back and is like, hey, your delivery driver got into a car accident. He'll be there soon. Okay? So we're like, okay. What the fuck? What a guy, dude. Yeah. So we're like, oh, job, right. regardless. So Whatever. I got to cool. make that money. You so know? then he shows up, right, with a torn fucking bag with sandwiches that are just fucking wrecked, and they have gravel in them, and they're like <laughs> soggy as fuck. And he's like, here's your sandwiches. And we're like, I like look at the bag. And like look in, and I could see gravel inside of lettuce and shit, you know. And I'm like, uh, that's sixty dollars and seventy five cents. Yeah. <laughs> and he tried to pull that, and I'm like, dude, I'm not paying you for this. And he's just like, dude, what? Like, I got into a car accident, and I'm like, yeah. Why didn't you just go to the fucking hospital? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Like, these, it's not that important. You, we could have just ordered something else, and we can't even eat these. You want us to eat rocks? And he's just like. <laughs> Oh, all right, dude. And like, he was bummed out and yeah. left. And I was just like, what the fuck? And like, it was wild as fuck, dude. There's no way I would have delivered those sandwiches. Yeah. I would have just taken them home. I mean, it's tight. Good for you. But there was like a sandwich missing and like ro- rocks in the bag. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, what? There's got to be some. Or like he didn't get in an accident at all. Yeah. And he just like ate one and he's like, oh. And then threw it at the floor. Got a man. Just smacks the bag a couple times on the floor. I'm gonna make it look real convincing, <laughs> dude. It was so strange. Like that was weird as shit, dude. That's Do you think there's like one. policies because of that now? Like if your Uber driver gets into a car ex- or your like your Postmates driver gets into a car accident and destroys your food, <laughs> there's like renters insurance for your food almost. No, I think they would just cancel the order. 
And then give you your money back, right? That, I would think so, but that dude... That dude was wild. Yeah, he was he, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to pay for these. And I'm like, no, you're not, dude. <laughs> you got you? into a car accident. Like, chill. It's fine. Like, relax. Yeah. Dude, rip, rip the Chiba Hut bag. Dude, yeah. he... F- I don't know what happened. And you're all hungry. <laughs> yeah, so on. hungry as fuck. I'm like, mad. <laughs> like... That's the worst part. Yeah. Of the like, story. yo. I'm hungry through the whole dude, thing. Jesus. That's hilarious. That was weird shit. Yeah, Chiba Chiba Hut is kind of worth that though. Maybe he saw like the value of it, and he's like, he'll still eat it. You know, I don't know, dude. That's like, I don't know, dude. That's amazing. Don't... Um, so I have, I have a question, I guess. Yeah. So, if you could have like an unfiltered conversation with a brand new tattoo client, like, what would you tell them to like? Give them advice other than being like a good human being, you uh-huh. know, like not being just rude. Like, what advice would you give them to be a good tattoo client? Uh, mine would be have an idea, but loosely have an idea. That's like it. Yeah. And like yeah. be be cool, you know. Like, don't if you don't like something, just say it and don't be like afraid. I'm to sorry. Like yeah. 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 Just 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 be like, oh. Like, I like this, but I don't like that. Can we take that out? Just be direct and, like, don't um, don't expect something exact because right. no artist is, like... How, can, how could it be? Yeah. Especially on, like, Every, a human body. And, and a different human body. Yeah, too. and different artists, you know? Like, if, if Andrew has somebody ask him for something and then they ask me for the same thing, even if it's, like, the same subject matter, like, I want an eagle from Andrew and I want an eagle from Manny we would draw them totally different, you know? Mm. So it's like, so like open to interpretation at that point that it's kind of weird. So that's usually my, my advice to anybody that's like a little nervous is Mm. like, you've looked at the work, you know what to expect. It's not going to be out of the realm of that. Like I promise it'll, it'll, it'll be what you ask for. Like you're not going to ask for a flower and then show up to a Panther, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that to you. Like just, but just give me a little <laughs> bit of artistic freedom. What if you? What if that was your thing, dude? dude really I so worked funny. with people that were like that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like for real, dude. Like I know you wanted, you know, like mom and cursive, but I got this eagle for you, <laughs> dude. For real. Like, what if we just did a sick ass wolf? And they're like, what? Yo, they want a fucking lotus flower. Dude. <laughs> like. What? Like a cancer ribbon or yeah, something. They're like, dude, get a wolf crawling down your arm. Dude, you know what would be sick? What about an eagle on your chest? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's good advice. I think the, uh, <clears throat> like, being loose about it, I think uh, it's weird because I want my client's expectation to be really high because of the quality of work. But it's, like, almost, like, don't come up with too much expectation as far as, far as it being exact. How Maybe you're projecting it in your brain. Because like like he was saying, everyone's gonna do it differently, I guess. But yeah, just just artists in general, mm-hmm. like all approach something different. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and focus more so on the artist, unless like if you do that, then you're gonna get exactly what you want. Like when you look at somebody's portfolio or Instagram or whatever, that's how they're gonna do it. Yeah, so, and then all you have to do is come up with subject matter. Yeah, and then so if, do like, it like that. Yeah, hey, I want I like your style. I want a tiger. Like you're gonna get. A tiger in the style that you looked at, you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I have a question, not tattoo related. Somebody comes up to you and they say, "I challenge you to an eating contest, but you get to pick the food." Wings. That's that's your go-to. What kind? Wings. Bone and wings. From Just where? original well, buffalo dry from rub. Where What's ATL up? wings? ATL. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Drumstick <clears throat> or flats? Flats. Okay. okay. Flats. Do you have like a technique? Yeah, I snap one end. You taught me this. And then pull Push. that one side no, out. And this. then I just put the other bone <laughs> in and like eat it. Dude, I could definitely crush like 32 wings at least. At least. Damn. At least. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Like if, at and least. that's me like, if I was being like, fuck it, I don't give a shit today, you know? Or you're like competing. Yeah, this yeah. is a competition. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But like normally I'm like, I gotta eat a dozen because. <laughs> Andrew passed out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, did you just this headbutt a, the microphone? I just, you know, gave it a kiss. <laughs> this is a learning podcast. It's actually for Andrew's senior project. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm going to pass. My senior project was on narwhals, actually. Mm. 
Yeah. And my teacher argued with me that narwhals were not real. This they are big, fucking real. This I know. This is Vickers class? No, I'm not going to put any names out there. I oh. didn't do them like that. I just did. Well, <laughs> it wasn't Vickers, but yeah. <clears throat> I had a big argument with my... I had to like talk to my principal, and we had like a powwow meeting, and they thought I was like fucking with them to be an asshole. But I'm like, no, like narwhals are real. And I'm like showing photos of real narwhals, and now I'm thinking that they're not real. <laughs> Because I have like three adults telling me that they're not, so I defended it. I got to be on it though. What? Why? Because you fucking no. The paper wasn't that good. I was wrong. It was just like I did all right on the paper, but I would have got mad as fuck at that. Bro. <laughs> yeah, it was someone is telling me that shit. It was oh. such a dumb argument. I thought the teacher was messing with me at first, and then it turned serious, like in front of me, and I was yeah. Manny would have just been like, "What are you, stupid freaking idiot, dude?" <laughs> I would have got heated, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're a pretty heated yeah. individual. Back Especially in when day. someone tells me, like, I'm wrong. Yeah. And I know it's, like, for real right. Like, you did a research paper on the whole thing, and then you're just going to be like, You're wrong. Yeah, you don't know. You made wrong. all this up. Yeah. It's like, I wish I had an imagination like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That would be so mad. You would just go dude. crush ATL wings after. Yes. So, what's your food? Sushi. Sushi? Hands Oof. down sushi. I've crushed sushi, dude. That sounds disgusting. You just no, smashing I, a ton of sushi. I could eat sushi oh like a king, dude. What about you, dude? Never yeah, had probably it. pizza. Oh, pizza. Like a specific pizza? From where? Just pizza. Just pizza. Bar, well, Barrow's hot wing pizza. Hot wing pizza? Yeah. Damn, that sounds tight. Oh, you never had that? Fuck. <laughs> Is it the buffalo sauce? Yeah, so it's, it's a pizza... Wow, really good description. <laughs> so it has uh, buffalo sauce instead of marinara, and then cheddar and mozzarella, and then buffalo chicken. Ooh. Damn, that sounds good. As <laughs> that does sound really, really good. That beginning description was so good. Yeah, it's pizza. <laughs> I'm really good at work. Like, what's yours, what dude? Yeah, what's your food yeah, what's contest? Your, what's your vegetarian choice, dude? Mm, like spring rolls or something? Raw broccoli. Raw <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think pizza, dude. I was talking about this yesterday. That pe- if I could just eat pizza forever. No, we're talking about today. Yeah, that was today. If I could just eat pizza every day and not die from that, and like live a healthy life, I would be good to go. Oh my god! Even if they were like, you can't have anything else, I'd be like, why would I? I got pizza, dude. <laughs> Jokes on you, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I'm still sticking with sushi, dude. I love sushi so the, the much. The sushi thing is kind of gross to me. It's I, so I, good. I like sushi, but just imagining you eating a lot of sushi, and it's a competition, it's quick. So you're just like eating an aggressive amount of sushi. Just like soy sauce, sushi, soy sauce, like, sushi. Is it like sashimi or is it like yeah. rolls? Like if I had the choice, yeah. it'd probably be rolls. Would like, you ask them not to like slice it so you just eat like a sushi tube? So you could just hog it down, <laughs> just like a, like a mini, like a like an egg roll sushi, like a yeah. burrito, like a little mini, like they a tiny the, burrito, like a taquito. They do have sushi ritos. They now. do, but that's not what I'm talking about. No, I would have them continue Slicer. standard sushi pieces, eight pieces, and I would crush them all. I guess you would have to do the standard pieces because how are you going to like measure who's winning? I guess you could do it by the tube. Like how many tubes? Did that you sounds eat? gross. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry. Dang. <laughs> Damn, dude. So you're coming in hot, dude. You're rolling, dude. You know, it's just like it's rude because we don't even have an extra mic for Siri. Yeah, that's true. It's either sushi, but I could also crush Howie's cheesy bread. Oh, I'd fuck that. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Competition eating gnarly. Howie's cheesy bread. Dude, that stuff oh is my God. dangerous, though, dude. That stuff is deadly. For, for a little bit there... And like the early times of us knowing each other, Andy, I thought you were going to get into competition eating. At like some point. competitive eating. Yeah, I could definitely see I you can't. be the hot dog. I guy, the like water. food, and I can eat a lot, but I also like to taste the food. If you watch eating competitions, they just like freaking cut a hot dog in half, dip it in water, and then eat it, and then dip it in water, and then eat it. And then that is just... how you eat, Andy. No, I've literally watched no, you. No, I don't <laughs> dip anything in freaking water. That's disgusting. 
but I don't take my Big Mac and dip it in my Powerade. That's disgusting. I'm not a savage. Did you take a bite and then drink a bunch of Powerade after it? What's the difference? Yeah, but then like you're <laughs> it's literally still in your mouth. I've seen you do it. Stop. See, you're I not do. gonna convince me. No, that's it's different. There's no. a difference. I, I do the same thing, I just do it slower. You just shove as much food as you can in your mouth and then attempt to chew it, but you just do it fast. You you can eat a lot. I just Dude, like you swallow stuff whole. No. You I take like two don't. bites and then you chug Powerade after it to get it down and then you take two more bites. This is a more <laughs> of an intervention. We actually really want to I talk just to really about. like food. <laughs> I just Dude, food really is like good. Food. No, yeah, I can't blame you. What's your favorite food then? What's your favorite food? Oh, that's so pizza. Is it pizza? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, pizza's good. We we just recently started doing um have you guys heard of like HelloFresh? Yeah. It's like the they send you meals and yeah. Dude, I've tried a bunch of stuff that I never thought I would ever eat, and it's really good. Like we had these like pickled, like I don't even know it was like pickled squash or some shit like that, and it sounds disgusting, but it was really really good. I think I I think if I could just stick with the Hello Fresh every day, three meals a day, I would do that. Dang, I don't have like a favorite food. There's just too many. What's your favorite <laughs> like? like- Genre Section, yeah. of food, Ooh, like Mexican, Italian, Asian. is it Asian? Top two favorite. Mm. I would say Mexican food, and then I don't know, like street Mexican food, like tacos and yeah, like and food truck like type, okay. or like like you're out in the corner at a swap meet and they have all the tias freaking cooking. Yeah, 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 that kind of Mexican food, or like barbecue food. Burgers, hot dogs, like all the food you find at a barbecue. That's what I like too. Is that American food? I would. I would. I don't know. I don't know. Because a hamburger is technically, it's a German. It came from Germany. And so did hot dogs, right? Uh, Yeah, I think. Worse. Wiener schnitzel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- those are foods that I really go for. Those are like always my comfort foods, like Mexican food or like barbecue foods, hot dogs, burgers, like Where's your favorite burger place in Phoenix? Oh, man. Oh, man. What's that one place we went to when Sonic? I first started? Was it Sonic? No, it's oh. not Sonic. You Hop Dottie, probably? Ooh, yeah. Hop Dottie. Before they got rid of the Impossible Burger thing. Oh, did they? Yeah, that remember? Because they got rid of it off the menu when me and Jared went. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's sad. RIP to that. Uh, In and Out is my favorite burger. In and Out? I know Man, it's a cop out. It's a cop out, but I like it. It's come good. You live across the street. Yo. You probably eat it five times a day. First off, mm. six, because I'm not a quitter. Second off, it's good. Like, what, what's so bad about it choosing In and Out? I'm on your side, Andy. I feel like I feel like all all the ingredients taste pretty fresh for what I mean, you're it's good, for. but I'm like a, a decent burger. In and Out? Just a fucking... I can eat, crush like five of those in one sitting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you do the double? The double doubles? Yeah. I just do singles and just fucking... Because I need the bread to fill me up if I do double doubles. I can eat four. Yeah. Double doubles, dude. Mustard fried. So good. With grilled onions. Wait, you said mustard... Mustard, mustard fried? fried? What's that? A mustard, mustard fried is they put mustard on the patty and they grill it. What? So yeah, it gives it a nice it crust. There. Yeah, it's a nice yes. crust. Is it like tangy a little bit? You don't really taste the mustard. It just adds like a nice crust on Gives the, it a crisp, the top. Yeah. Crispiness oh my to it. God. I've never even heard of mustard yeah. fried before. If I have to choose a second, Rehab Burger is really good. Rehab? Yeah. I'm an old town. Yeah. That's all right. I feel like I'm letting you down right now with my choices. I'm just, it was just a question. No. I, In and Out's good, but that's like, if it's like fast easy. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a step above fast easy. No. Because you're thinking like gourmet shit, dude. burgers, right? Yeah, something like, have you been to The Stand in Phoenix? No. That place is fucking bomb. So good. Deluxe Burger in Phoenix? No. Super good. You're just missing out on it. these sliders in Phoenix? They do little sliders? I mean, I can, I can make a pretty damn good burger, like on the grill. Boiga? I can freaking crush a boiga. A boiga. Hey, a boiga. When I cook boigas, they're the best. I mean, I feel like a grilled burger is pretty standard, like good as fuck. Uh, Chuck Box makes a super good fucking grilled burger. We drive by there all the time. Have you never been? We've never been. Where is it? Go there and get the bacon cheeseburger, dude. Because they cut their bacon in little circles, so it's the size of the patty perfectly. And like, dude, it's so good. All right, I'll go to Chuck Box. Yeah, I've been in Chuck Box. Dude, they cook it over charcoal and shit. It's so good. 
What's your least favorite burger? Fucking, I think Whataburger, yeah. when the goddamn <laughs> hype went around with the fucking... Uh, yeah. Whataburger let me down so many fucking times. I had it in Texas where it's like supposed to be the best. It was like, fuck yeah. yeah. So I'm from Texas and it's always this fucking competition on my freaking socials where it's like I have all my El Paso friends going like, Whataburger is so much better than In-N-Out. It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest comment. It's not a You're an argument. idiot. It's not a competition. In-N-Out outshines Whataburger 10 times out of 10. I think the, the problem is, is people say Whataburger is the best. But Whataburger isn't just a burger place. They are thinking about the variety of shit that you get. In-N-Out is purely like a burger place. Yeah, it's like you three options in In-N-Out. And they're like, how? Like, yeah, the fries from In-N-Out necessarily like aren't like crazy, but they're like fresh. You get a fucking Whataburger, dude. You get soggy ass one from fucking Daryl in the back that left it <laughs> under the lamp for five hours. Yeah, they're really sad fries. Yeah, yeah. Like, get the fuck out of it. The only cool thing about Whataburger is that jalapeno ranch. That shit is delicious. Also, yeah. their lemon pies are really good. Yeah, they do have good shit. Like they're they have a, a chicken strip sandwich that's really good. It's like an interesting, yeah, interesting menu. Yeah, but it's, to compare have, it to a burger place, like. It doesn't compete because it is like when people like Whataburger, they don't just like the burgers there. They like the shit you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You know what was a letdown? Portillo's. You didn't like Portillo's? No. Was, was that in it was just meh. Tempe Marketplace? There is yeah. one in Tempe Marketplace. Yeah. And I tried the chocolate times. shake that, that you almost died off of. The chocolate cake shake? Yeah. You didn't like that? It was okay. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that chocolate cake shake is so good. Like I could definitely feel it Can slowing you back down my heartbeat. Up on this, dude? It's very good. You see? I didn't say it was bad. Dude, it's so See, good. It's not my first choice. Andres is tainted by his in and out bias. So yeah. It's I mean, not biased. It's, it's like their it's hot abs- dogs weren't that great either. Bi- okay. When when you were talking about In and Out versus Whataburger and you said it's not a competition, I thought you were gonna be like, You can like whatever you want. He was like, No, fuck Whataburger. Yeah, no, they're not even sure. competing. I mean and <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like Whataburger. I have nothing against it. But if you're putting up Whataburger against In and Out it's well, I think there's a, like a better comparison, you know what I mean? Like, a better comparison would be like Five Guys, Five Guys, yeah, Five Guys versus In and Out, or I like choose In and Out, Carl's Jr. versus In and Out, you know, White Castle. That's it, like, yeah, strictly I haven't been like there so. yet. I've never had White Castle before, neither have I. There's I, one now that's open in like Scottsdale. A lot of people tell me it's like meh, yeah, I my mom told me it was meh. It's okay, I've, you've had it before, yeah. Bradley, yeah. yeah. I heard a lot of people say that they're not super into it, like. Like the movie, like that Harold and Kumar. Well, it's movie like, dude, when you get something like that, that like hypes something up so hard, how it's can like, it, how, how can it live up? How's it going to meet the standard ever? You know, unless you get it like from the original state that it was in, yeah. like I feel like, or the like couple of the original locations or something like that. Yeah, like you're probably not going to be that hyped on it when they made a whole fucking movie about it. Like it's insane. Um, but I've heard the same thing. It's, it's just okay. Like yeah. that Windy City Sliders place, everybody tells me it's better than In and Out. Mm. So my mom, I've been there. That's super good. Yeah, my mom uh, keeps telling me like Aioli Burger. Where's that at? I don't know. I think it has to be somewhere in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. But she said Aioli Burger is so good. Oh, you know what? I just remembered Zinn Burger. Oh, Zinn Burger is pretty. Zinn good. Zinn Burger is pretty good. That's I, I would the say Biltmore, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's that's a really good gourmet yeah. burger that I've had that I really really like. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'm trying um, to think of like the best plant-based burger I've had, and I feel like I haven't had a lot of good plant-based burgers. That one from Hop Dottie is good. That mm-hmm. one was really good. You're right, but they don't have that on the menu anymore, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I went to Trader Joe's and I got this Thai veggie burger mm-hmm. to try it out, and it was kind of bland. Yeah. Yeah, there was not a lot of flavor in it. I feel like any packaged like thing like that is like probably, probably going to be a little funky. Yeah, they because uh, it sucks about the veggie burgers because they're not really good for you. Because they have like a like, lot of sodium. Yeah, they are super high in sodium, and then most of them kind of just taste kind of gross. Carl's Jr. has like a decent one, but it's it's like yeah, I don't. I'd, I'd get something else before I'd get that for sure. I feel like. I don't know. They sh- like Boca's used to be really good back in the day, mm-hmm. and like I don't know why. Like that, that used to be like kind of the standard. Mm-hmm. Like Red Robin used to serve them, and they switched to Impossible, and like all that. And Boca burgers were 
pretty good, you know? Yeah. You could find them kind of anywhere. If you got like the flame boiled one, they put like that charcoal like flavoring in there and it was kind of good, you know? And I don't know why they stopped doing that shit. Yeah. Are you, you, do you guys like try anything at least once or is there like just stuff that you would never eat? No, like I'm pretty open to trying whatever. If it looks gross, I'll probably be scared, but you'll still eat it. I'll still eat it. I'll try it. Like even if it's like something crazy, like, insects or i've eaten bugs before okay i think i've eaten crickets i've eaten crickets before (laughs) it tastes like sunflower seeds that's a good comparison yeah yeah like just like whatever the seasoning is really yeah Yeah. pretty much but yeah i'll eat anything i don't care yeah dude my thing was like i i think i was telling you this like i had a real bad experience as a kid with like vegetables like my mom made me eat like canned shitty gross ass peas and like, wouldn't let me get up from the table. You know what I mean? Like, you're not allowed to fucking move, or I'll beat your ass, kind of shit. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, bro? And I, I sat there for like, probably like two and a half hours trying to eat this bowl of like mushy old peas, and like gagging and like almost throwing up for so for a long time. I was just like, fuck that, mac and cheese, burgers, pizza. That's it. That's all. Fuck yeah. that all the shit that tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so. I know what I like. So instead of like. Be like, hey, can you cook me dinner? It's like, no, fuck you. This is what I want. Mm. Meatball sub, you know, whatever. Um, so up until probably four or five years ago, I wasn't, I didn't like veggies. Yeah. I was just like, fuck those, you know. I always liked your New Year's resolution. Dude. Like years ago. Burger for every meal. Yeah. Oh, dude, that almost <laughs> fucked me up. How long, how long did you go for? It was like six months, dude. You even yeah. that long? Yeah. Six yeah. months? Yeah. A burger for every meal? That's yeah. amazing. It was not. Because I, I, so I was like, just an asshole. So I just do the opposite of like what, like, I'm going to set a New Year's resolution. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm like, I'm going to set one and fucking fuck my whole life up real quick, you know? (laughs) And uh, so really what happened was I was trying to find like my favorite burger in the Phoenix Valley. And that's kind of where I figured out like the stand and then deluxe burger, like my favorite. And, um, I would just go in like super hard and then it just got like out of control. Cause it wasn't just like, I'll get one double, double from in and out. It was like, I'll get three, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Portillo's is what got me. I got a, uh, a double bacon cheeseburger with like nacho cheese on it. And, like, God, that sounds so good. That bacon. sounds really good. <laughs> and then, and then chased it with that chocolate cake shake. Oh my God. And fuck dude. It felt like I ate like cement. <laughs> So then I was just like, okay, I'm not eating red meat for a while. Did you finish everything and then felt like you were going to die? Um, I got like three quarters of the way through the shake after I ate the burger. Oh, my God. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you know when you get like that sweaty, like. Yeah, the meat sweats, dude. Oh, like I feel like sick, you know. You start sweating out the the chocolate cake shake out of your pores, dude. So I was just like, oh, this is not good, you know. Like I need to stop doing this. So then from there. Cause I was like, also I was doing that, smoking a crazy amount of cigarettes, drinking a ton of coffee, drinking a whole lot of soda. So then after that happened to me, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop eating red meat. I'm gonna quit drinking red. I'm quit drinking soda, and trying to quit smoking cigarettes. And I I did that like the following year or so. So I eat red meat every once in a while, but I try not to do it like every fucking meal. Because that was bad. (laughs) (laughs) I think the worst I've ever felt after eating was like, I took down like 10 chili cheese dogs from Wiener Schnitzel in like one sitting. Oh my God. Those are really good. I could definitely see why you would do that. Yeah. It's just like, they're the perfect size to where you could just keep going. And then before you realize it, you're 10 deep. It feels like a snack. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 10 chili cheese dogs. Jesus, dude. What a journey that was. I feel like some food gets ruined for like random reasons for me. Like this past June, I ended up getting strep throat and my taste buds were all messed up. And there's this little like taco spot called Tacos Jalisco's that I used to love a lot. And during like the end of me being sick, my taste buds were still all messed up. So we, we got a burrito and it just tasted like old, like chlorine onion 
Ew. That's like the only thing. It tastes like chlorine and onion. And I was like, oh god, my god, dude. this is so bad. It's probably what they put in there because that's because you're like, no meat. And they're like, oh, no tenemos soya y no tenemos chlorine. Just put it in the burrito. I think that's pretty much what happened. It was like a bean burrito that tastes like chlorine and onions. And that now I can't have that place anymore. Even like I've eaten it and it doesn't taste like that, but it like makes me salivate and I like feel shitty about it. I don't know. <laughs> I get like PTSD from food. So Athena is allergic to cats. Cats? Cats. Okay. Felines. Okay. And one time we were super hungry. This is when I lived at a trap house. And okay. I lived it was like my old apartment. That's what we called the trap house. Okay. And we lived next to this like Mexican place, one of the Bertos. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. Like freaking Alibertos or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. And she got carne asada fries. And I think I got like Taco Supreme or something like that. So we make it back to the apartment and we're eating and she goes, oh. she keeps like making these like hard to breathe noises. She's like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, the only time this happens to me and I like get the sensation in my throat is when there's a cat around. And obviously I don't have a cat. No. Dang. And I'm like, dude. And she's and she, it, she wasn't doing this all day. And I was like, "Do you think they put freaking cat inside of this freaking thing?" Carne asada fries. Sure enough, she stops eating the carne asada fries. She feels just fine. So I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not saying this Berto's place put cat meat inside of their carne asada fries. But I'm just saying, Athena had a scratchy throat that night. Well. With that, uh, where can people <laughs> find you, Manny, on Instagram? <laughs> um, at catmeat.org. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, at Manny underscore the machete on Instagram. And then I think Tattoos by Manny on Facebook. Cool. Well, thanks for being on with us, Manny. He's the first official Lopi podcast guest. Yes. I'm Brad. I'm Andrew. I'm Andres. Not many. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Thank you.